Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Elliot, so thank you for your support. Elliot didn't have any specific questions that he wanted to ask me, so I'm going to discuss something that I brought up briefly in yesterday's video, and that's the issue of palimony. Palimony is essentially alimony but without the marriage contract first. It's usually paid out by a man to his common-law spouse after they stop living together. Basically, it's spousal support without the state-sanctioned wedding ceremony. And it works against both gay and straight couples. Martina Navratilova was sued by her former partner, Judy Nelson, back in 1991. And even Bill Maher, the crown prince of MGTOW talk show hosts, was sued by his ex-girlfriend in 2004 for palimony. Nancy Coco Johnson, his ex-girlfriend, tried to beat him in court, but the case was easily dismissed. This just goes to show that cohabitation is dangerous for men going their own way. And it can be just as dangerous as signing a wedding contract. Usually, palimony is spousal support paid by one party in a relationship to the other party that stays home and basically puts work into the household. More often than not, it's often the woman that stays home and gives up her career to take care of the children, as well as to take care of the home. But this practice has been changing in recent years. This whole concept of palimony started back in 1976, when Michelle Triola Marvin took her ex-boyfriend Lee Marvin to court. This is the first time in American history where unmarried people could basically sue one another for property division after the relationship came to an end. There's even a famous soundbite by Michelle Triola Marvin, and it goes something like this. If a man wants to leave his toothbrush at my house, he better bloody well marry me, she said, after the 1979 trial. The whole situation went to an appeals court, and Michelle Marvin basically didn't get her money, but the legal precedent had been set for future palimony cases. Michelle Marvin was awarded $104,000 for rehabilitation by the judge. She wanted $1.8 million, half of the money her boyfriend made while he was working. And the rehabilitation money was awarded to her so she could transition from being a wife of a motion picture star to becoming a separate independent person. She didn't end up getting the 100 grand, but Michelle Triola Marvin did end up marrying well to Dick Van Dyke a little while later. So that was the world's first introduction to palimony, and it took a high-profile celebrity case to get the ball rolling. And for other people to realize that they too could fight for money from their common-law spouses, or even girlfriends or boyfriends. It seems that having any long-term relationship, even if you just leave your toothbrush at your girlfriend's house, can get you into big trouble, if you're helping her out financially. The precedent has basically been set. Right now, palimony means couples that have been cohabitating for a longer period of time. Usually two years where I live, because that's the length of time it takes for common law to kick in. With gay couples getting palimony and alimony, why do you think there's been such a push for gay marriage? As marriage rates have gone down, it wouldn't surprise me if lawyers were influencing political decisions to allow gay and lesbian couples to marry, to cushion some of the blow from a decline in divorce battles from straight couples in court. I don't really have any proof about this, but these are just my speculations. If you follow the usual rainbow of money, there's often a leprechaun-shaped lawyer at the end of that rainbow, sitting on a pot of gold. Even Liberace was sued by his longtime lover back in the early 1980s. Hollywood started the whole palimony situation, and then it spread from there. Scott Thorson, the man that was partners with Liberace, also claims to have been the boyfriend of Michael Jackson from the late 1970s until the early 1980s. At the same time, he was basically partners with Liberace. And I'm kind of surprised he didn't go after Michael Jackson for palimony. 
but I don't really believe Thorson's story because it's not very plausible. And I think he shared that story because it can't be corroborated with either Liberace or Michael Jackson, since both of them are dead. Another interesting thing about palimony is that it's often seen through a verbal contract. If you're a man and you tell your female partner that you'll support her if the two of you break up, it'll usually stick in court. But what if you never made such a statement in the first place, and then the woman that you left, or that left you, claims that you said that? Then in all likelihood, the court will often side with the woman. So you will be out of luck if you promise to support her or not. There's even an interesting article from a couple of years ago that I found, and I'm linking to it in the description below. And the article is called Dumped, Now Claim Palimony. And this article discusses the pros and cons of palimony. There's a section called Why We Like It as Women. One reason includes that men will think twice before having affairs because they could owe alimony to their wives and palimony to their mistresses. Another issue is that palimony money would come to women that wouldn't need to deal with both the financial hardships with regards to ending the relationships, but also with the emotional ones. And the reasons why women don't like palimony include the fact that boyfriends would run a mile because they would be afraid of having a lawsuit thrown at them so they wouldn't get into the relationship in the first place. To me, this sounds like an attempt to protect women through palimony, and the state is inadvertently creating more men going their own way. Another reason is that women could become gold diggers and figure out ways to get financial support sooner for men instead of marriage. And the last reason women wouldn't like palimony is because if palimony laws weren't specific, then men could go bankrupt from all the one-night stands that they've been having. Notice how the article says that it will be bad for women because men are less likely to have one-night stands for fear of bankruptcy. What about the fact that the guy will go bankrupt in the first place? Isn't the man's life worth anything to begin with? And such flawed logic comes from a woman, Lizabel Conclaves, part of the diva team over at idiva.com, who wrote this article. Next, I want to share a story about a woman named Karen that's made a very terrible mistake. In search for my stories about palimony, I came across one story from the Daily Mail in the UK, and the story is called, I left the love of my life because I thought I could do better. Now I'm childless and alone at 42. I suggest any of you ladies out there that are listening to this and are thinking about leaving their beta male providers to think twice about it. Look at this story, I'm putting it in the description below, and look at her face after she realized that her life was basically over after she dumped the love of her life. The look on her face is the look I want MGTOW to spread across the entire world. I want women to have that look on their face when they realize that men are walking away and never coming back. And I want women to realize that it was their own doing in many cases that created the situation. They wanted liberation and to be at the center of attention in the family and not their children. Many men have been trying as hard as they can to make their wives and children a priority for about 50 years. Now we too are walking away and being called selfish narcissists because we're walking away like women did 50 years ago. This is a woman I'm talking about. A woman that left a great guy that used to be the love of her life. If you scroll down through the article, you'll notice how happy she was in pictures with her former beau, named Matthew. She hasn't spoken to him in 11 years, and realizes that she misses him greatly. There's even a line in the article that reads as follows. While she still loved him, Karen began to feel embarrassed by Matthew's blue-collar jobs. So there you have it, folks. She admits to throwing away the love of her life because of being embarrassed by being with a blue-collar worker. First, they were high school sweethearts, and even still, she threw him away because she thought she could do better. I think there are more and more bitter women out there that are realizing that they were making some big mistakes by treating men like utilities and discarding them like trash. 
Today I received some hate mail from one woman in the comment section on my YouTube page. This is what the user called Finetail has to say. As a woman, I'm disgraced by your pitiful existence. So what women take men for a ride, you ask? I don't get any pleasure from sex, so I, of course I need a lifestyle for my companionship. Duh. Women call men stupid because it's the truth. I mean, you know we'll screw you over, but you still keep coming back. That is stupid, don't you think? Duh. I'm trying to keep this message as simple as possible so you can understand it. So at this point in the message, suck it up guys, and take it like a man. That's basically what Finetail has to say. And isn't that cute? She's trying to shame me and other men to man up and take it like a man. Men have been manning up for over 50 years, while women have continuously been putting us in the doghouse. A dog is an animal, and it's a disgrace how society accepts women calling us animals and laughs about it. Imagine how many women would be up in arms if when a woman did something a man arbitrarily deemed wrong or incorrect, I would say something like, let's put her in the doghouse. Women would say, how dare you call us bitches? It's just assumed that if you put a woman in the doghouse, she's a bitch, right? Another female viewer, Angelica, has this to say. I have been watching MGTOW videos for a while now, and find the whole concept very interesting, and in a lot of ways, a very good thing. I agree with MGTOW that modern Western society has become very biased against men in a lot of ways, that many modern women today in the West do, do use and exploit men financially, and I'm hoping that MGTOWs can come together and find a way to fix the very broken, corrupt family court system, which I agree with you guys is almost unequivocally stacked in the woman's favor. Well, that's the first part of Angelica's comment, and it's interesting that she thinks that MGTOWs can or even want to fix the family court system. Actually, it's the MRAs that are trying to do that. Men going their own way want to avoid the family court system by not getting married in the first place, and by not being taken advantage of by women in the first place as well. Here's the second part of Angelica's YouTube post. My question is this. What do you guys want to see women do in the future? Obviously, you don't want to see a mass of feminazis running around, but it doesn't sound like you guys want women to revert back to the traditional roles of wife, mother, homemaker, etc. I get the impression you find these types of women parasites and detrimental to society at large. But at the same time, it doesn't appear that you believe a woman is capable of supporting herself and in fact, ruins and damages almost any company or field that she would seek employment in. If I am wrong or have misinterpreted anything, please let me know. I'm not attacking your movement or philosophy, or believe that all of you are wrong. I'm just asking the question to better inform and educate myself so that I can better understand what the MGTOW movement is all about. Well, thanks for your question, Angelica. MGTOW is about men no longer trying to fix the problem. Men are fixers in society. We fix things and it's part of our nature to do so. Men going their own way have given up on their roles as fixers, because when we try to fix things, we get shafted. So there's no hope in fixing something that is beyond repair. Men going their own way are done with trying to make things work for both women and men in society. This is our time to be selfish as men and let everyone else sink or swim. But we all know that the answer is that without men giving a fuck, the whole thing will eventually come crashing down and sooner than anyone thinks. And the insane palimony laws that are now on the books are just a symptom of a much larger problem. Anyways, that's all I've got to say for today. Thanks again to Elliot for his donation, and thank you everyone for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.